Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Now, if you're currently working full-time or part-time for someone else, but you really want to resign and go all in on your business, chances are you could be wondering, when is the right time to take the leap? From my own experience quitting my job to go full-time out in my own business and speaking with many of my students who very excitingly have also done the same, there are really two main approaches to doing this. Now, which of these approaches that you choose to take are likely going to come down to two things, your personality and your circumstances. I explore these two approaches along with really how I made the decision to take the leap in this episode. Okay, approach number one, let's call this leap then build. This is where you typically have the start of a business. You may have sold your first few products or have taken on your first few client projects. You've been hustling outside of your nine to five and you're starting to see some traction. However, right now, the revenue from your business is probably not close to the revenue from your employment, from your job. But all you can think about is growing your business. You can see the potential for it. You just want and need to have the time and the space to build it. Resigning from your job at this stage may not make a whole lot of sense on paper when you're looking at the numbers, but for you, it really feels like the only choice because you just feel that calling to take the leap into your business so strongly. This was the approach that I took. I had a really fantastic job. I was working in digital marketing for a local tourism body. I was pretty well paid. The work was fairly low stress. I had a lot of autonomy and creativity in my role. I was able to meet and connect with many of the local business owners who were members of the tourism organization that I worked for. And one of the perks of the job was also attending these really fun tourism events offered as a VIP because of my work. So there was actually nothing overly bad about my job. But the thing was, I had started to attract my own clients. My very first client found me through my blog and asked me to write her own blog, her social media, her newsletters. I vividly remember taking the call as I was walking back to the office from my lunch break. And she was asking me about working for her and how much I charge and I had no idea. So on the spot, I just said $50 an hour and she agreed. And there it was, I had my first client. The next few clients came soon after, really with my name spreading about the regional city that I was living in as someone that could do digital marketing, because this is what I was doing in my role, which was a fairly public role in a sense. I couldn't wait to get home from my day job. And to be honest with you, I often worked in my lunch break. I'd open up my laptop and work on some client work so that I could really write those marketing strategies, plan social media content, put together email newsletters and build websites for my clients. And I really saw a big need 
for the work that I could offer for the local business owners, really fresh, modern social media, online marketing that I really felt that a lot of the existing local agencies weren't offering. Now, there were two main things happening in my personal life at the time. My pop, who I was very close with, was quite sick. And I remember breaking all of the rules and booking in the work vehicle so I could visit him in my lunch break when he was in hospital. And I just remember feeling very frustrated because to me, the rules of working nine to five with the 40 minute lunch break, if you're lucky, I know not everyone gets that. It just felt very futile. And I just felt, couldn't we just put the hours in, but do it when we wanted to work? And I knew that I was really efficient, so I could sit at the desk at the waiting for the, <laughs> the end of the day to come around so I could leave when I'd already finished my work. And to me, it just didn't make sense. And I just found it very, very frustrating. Now, the other thing was that I had met my now fiance, Coden. I was living in regional Victoria, which is about 90 minutes drive from him who was in, in Melbourne. And so I would travel to Melbourne most weekends and I'd often get up early on the Monday morning to drive back to regional Victoria to get to work again. And I felt frustrated again. Why couldn't I work remotely? Why must I be physically sitting at a desk in order to prove that I'm working? Now at this stage, and actually still to this day at the minute, I don't have anyone depending on my income apart from me really. And so I know that put me in a, in a pretty privileged position, but I had recently bought my own townhouse. So I did have a mortgage to pay on paper. It didn't make sense for me to quit my job. I wasn't yet earning anywhere near my wage from the handful of clients that I had, but to me, quitting my job really felt like the only viable option. I really just wanted to give running my own business a go. And I just couldn't stand working in a system anymore that I just felt was so frigid and rigid. And I wanted to have more flexibility to be with my loved ones and to work around them. And when I tell people that I quit my job to go full-time in my business, they often say, you must have been so scared or that was so brave. But really, it didn't feel like that to me. It just really felt like the only option that made sense for my own happiness as well. So what did it look like financially? Well, I did have some savings, so I did have somewhat of a buffer. And I was also able to take the leap, then build because of privilege that I know that not everyone else has. First of all, I'm white. I haven't had to deal with racial prejudice that I know can impact financial security and do so for generations and offer fewer opportunities to people of color as well. So it was privilege that helped me do this. And also the privilege of having a very supportive mum who I knew that I could move in with if I really became strapped financially. And that was the risk that I was also willing to take. There was a possibility that I would have to move out of my house or put tenants in it or even to sell it. And obviously this isn't viable for some people or a risk that they are able or willing to take. For me personally, I was. I also took my mum's advice, even though I didn't really want to, and I asked my employer if I could go part-time. And I didn't really want to because <laughs> I just wanted to be out on my own. But when they told me no, the next day I handed in my resignation. So what happened next? Well, I was part lucky and I part worked for it. So I secured a contract pretty much straight away to run an event marketing campaign. And that contract was worth several thousands of dollars. So that really set me up for some solid revenue over the next few months. I also got out and I networked. I invited people out for coffee. 
I pitched my services. I shared valuable content on social media, put myself out there. I built a brand that stood out from the others in the industry. Like I said, I really saw this gap in the market that I, I really felt very passionate about being able to fill. I enrolled in these programs online and in person just so I could soak up and learn as much as I could. And within the first 12 months of my business, my revenue exceeded my previous salary. I leaped, then built down to my personality, having probably a higher risk profile than others and also a distaste of rules for the sake of rules. And also because of my circumstance, mainly not having other people, children, parents or others dependent on my income, because if that was the case, perhaps I would have actually chosen approach number two. So let's look at that one. Approach number two, build then leap. So those who take this approach are likely to have maybe a different personality type or specifically what I mean, a lower risk profile than those who leap than build, but also, or simply only different circumstances as well. For instance, it could actually just be a stupid, (laughs) crazy decision that is really rash and really risky to quit your job before you've built up enough revenue in your business to support you or the people in your care. Not being able to cover your rent or mortgage may put you at risk of homelessness. So I want to be upfront and frank here that I understand that we can want something and sometimes it's just not possible for you at this stage as well. And you might not have the privilege of having a mum like I did or family or friends who will be able to take you in if things really get dire. Now, neither approach, whether it's leap then build or build then leap, is more desirable, more impressive or better than any other way. In this approach, you are likely to be building your business during the time that you perhaps would have been spent relaxing or at social occasions. But to you, it's completely worth it because you have a real hunger and determination and persistence in doing so to move out of your job into your business. And so it may take some time, but your eyes are on the prize. You are intentional and determined and you build your business to the point where the risk in quitting your job is at a level that you are comfortable with. Now, if you're currently in that build to leap process or kind of thinking about it, there does have to be some real scrutiny of your time because this is probably going to be one of your biggest challenges. You really need to prioritize your time to build your business. And the way I see it, the more that you're willing to do that, typically the quicker you're going to be able to take that leap. So when I get messages from people on Instagram asking when the best time is for them to quit their job, some people tell me that they don't have time to build their business, but they don't want to leave their job yet. So to me, sometimes that means that you want to have your own business, but perhaps you're not willing to do the things needed to have it. Maybe you just aren't hungry enough for your own business to prioritize the time to build it so that you can quit your job because you're going to probably need to replace the time that you would normally spend relaxing or on social occasions to build your business. Or if you have children, this may look like finding help in whatever way you can to give you more time to work on your business. Or you simply like the idea of having your own business, but you're happy enough in your job that the sacrifices needed to build your business are ones that you're actually not willing to make. And that's okay. Just like neither approach to quitting your job to go full-time in your business is better or more desirable, neither is being an employee versus an entrepreneur. You really have to listen to yourself and what's going to make you happy. So if you're wondering right now, what is the best time for you to resign and go all in on your business, understand 
perhaps what that risk profile is that you have, what your personality type is, and then also your circumstance too. So you can make an informed decision whether you can leap than build or whether it for you it's going to more look like building than leaping. So I hope that helps and that helps give you a bit of insight and perhaps a fresh perspective on what it could look like for you and the approach that might work best for you as well so that you can get into your own business if that's what you really, really want to do. So that is it for me and I can't wait to speak with you soon. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.